Podcast number 82 brought to you by the Garage Logic Volunteer Fire Department. And when they're not putting out fires, which are infrequent in Garage Logic, they're maintaining the rinks on the east shore of Spoon Lake. Uh, this is Garage Logic Podcast 82, January 21, 2019. It was 41 below on this day in 1888 and 48 degrees in 1900. None of us here know what the temperature is supposed to be. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production. Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. We all here today. Yeah. yeah. And to a man, when everyone entered, they said to me, and I'm paraphrasing, you're not going to defend those kids in Washington, D.C., are you? <laughs> That's exactly what I said. I know you did. And then you started reading. Well, uh, and I've been reading I'm, about I'm, it all weekend. I have, and uh, I'm kind of, Why don't you. Well, do I tell your you what, the story we're talking about, apparently it's a real national talker. And that is some uh, kids from a Catholic high school in a suburb of Cincinnati, uh, Covington, uh, went to Washington, D.C., and, you know, they had four strikes against them. When they arrived in Washington. Okay. They're pro-life. They went for the pro-life march. That doesn't fit the template of the modern news-gathering organization. Uh, they're Catholic, which is horrific. It suggests they have some sort of faith and, uh, and, and, and not reasonably at all. also suggests they might, must have money because they, they go to a Catholic high school. Uh, three, they're white. That doesn't fit the template currently of the... Uh, so you got you got their pro-life, that's a strike against them. Right. They're Catholic high school kids, that's a strike against them. They're white, that's a strike against them, even though they have black classmates who were also on the trip. And uh, four, they wore uh, uh, MAGA hats, Make yes. America Great Again. And that's, uh, so that, there, there were four strikes against them. And as the story played out Friday, they're waiting for their bus to go back to Cincinnati. And they found themselves embroiled in, in protests, uh, conflicting protests. There was a Native American uh, group uh, there with its own agenda. There was something called the Black Israelites uh, with their own agenda. Uh, there were the uh, pro-life people with their own agenda. And the way the story uh, has been portrayed is that these kids were mocking uh, a Native American elder, a, mm-hmm. a guy who was a Vietnam vet, a 64-year-old guy who was uh, beating a drum. And uh, his version of the story is that he felt uh, uh, he felt uh, patronized by these kids. He felt uh, physically uh, encumbered by them, uh, if not trapped. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if you watch it, uh, I suppose you could reach that conclusion, although there's no evidence, for example, that these kids— uh, are guilty of what they've been accused of being guilty of. You know, hey, those kids shout to build the wall. Well, that's not heard on any audio. Right. Know? This is a perfect story uh, for this time in America. It's it's a very telling, There's telling story. Yeah, and uh, I've read a lot about it. The New York Times and the Washington Post both have had to backtrack, not significantly, but they're backtracking to the point where uh, they seem to be suggesting this was not all as it seems. And the boys gave up some personal space. They they were very close. Mm-hmm. Um, 
not a crime, but not the most elegant thing to do. Yeah. I, let's play some audio of this. Would, would, could we please? We have a variety of cuts that might help us understand, although to me it just sounds like a bunch of rabbling. I'm so American singer and drummer is Nathan Phillips. We found out a lot about him. Mm-hmm. I have uh, one problem. I don't know who in the hell black Israelites are. Yeah. I, the that kid, was a mystery. The yeah. kid pictured who's smiling. Yeah. I have a big problem with that. I know you do. All of you do in here. Uh, the, black, uh, the black folks were the Hebrew Israelites. They were preaching their beliefs and shouting racially combative comments at the Indians and the students. Right. I have not been able to find a video of that. Mm-hmm. Have you? No. No, I, I haven't either. But no. I have found I have found nothing that suggests the kids were hurling insults at either Native Americans or black people. Nathan Phillips got worried for everybody and saw the mob mentality kind of taking over, and it was he that stepped in and started chanting this Native American prayer. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, so basically, then the kids are being uh, held accountable uh, for the way the one kid stood in front of Nathan Phillips with what has been described as either a smile or a smirk. That kid's been identified. He's even given his own statement. He denies that they had any ill intention in mind. Uh, would you help me find his name, please? Uh, I have. I, it's Nick Sandman. Yeah. Nick Sandman, a junior at the. Uh, at the high school. Well, play some more, Reavers. Maybe we can deduce something. Well, the, the, the... Here, let me let me just fire this up again. But the problem I have, Joe, not only the smiling, the other kids with the red baseball caps on, the, the MEAGA hats, they're also dancing in the background. I got a problem with that, too. Mm-hmm. And again, I, did, I also did not hear Build the Wall in various videos that I watched. I never heard one person say that. But my, my question is, then what were you doing there? What was your intention? They were waiting for their bus. The pickup point was the Lincoln Memorial. Okay, that's fine. But why were you involved in this particular... You know, what are they... What's By involved, what do you mean? Well, then he said they were trying to defuse the situation. That was his response. Was it yesterday? Who's he are you talking about? Uh, the Sandman. Indi- the, uh, Sandman. Uh, Sandman, yeah. You know, he said he was, try- he, he was trying to defuse the situation. I don't buy that. Mm-hmm. I don't at all. Okay. Uh, the rest of the kids, you know, there's a pan shot of uh, the crowd there behind. The, uh, About 30 or 40, would you say? Yeah, and they just, to be honest, to me, they just seem like dumb dumb teenagers yeah. <laughs> standing around being right. teenagers. I don't see any animosity or uh, hate or jubilance or anything other than just kids being the Hebrew, dumb kids. The black Israelites were... Uh, Terribly foul-mouthed. Uh, you can't. You that's even what, play that. That's what the report said. But yeah. do you have audio of that, no. Chris? No. Well, the, yeah, no. like Joe said, the, the only piece that I have was some kid's cell phone video, and it's littered with profanity. Oh, it is. Yeah. All right. And not uh, not uttered by the kids. No. It's uttered by no. the black Israeli. Yeah. Israel. It's a tough word to say, isn't it? Israelites. I I uh, uh, I'm not going to suggest that I think these kids are to be canonized. Uh, I don't know that they're 
behavior is is all that virtuous, but I will say I'm not. I didn't see any behavior, or nor did I hear anything that suggests that they were uh, intentionally being foul and disruptive and uh, and and um, mocking in any way. Uh, now everyone wants to hold this Sandman uh, to some point of explanation for the look on his face, which again has been described as either a frozen smile or a smirk. I could I could make myself believe it was a look of appeasement. I'm going to stand here and be really calm because mm-hmm. I don't want to get the crap beat out of me by anybody. And I'm just going to listen to you play your drum. And the minute my school bus shows up, I'm out of here. Right. That's how I took the smile. I, I, if I can understand how people can look at the uh, kid smiling at the 64-year-old Native American and thinking that the kid was being a complete uh, jerk. Yeah. Complete jerk. I don't, uh, know, I would, don't know that he was. <laughs> He would he would be his parents probably would not be the most proud of him uh, getting in somebody's face like that even though he did not I don't think he got in his face I think he just stood there is this the kids and pardon my French is this his resting bitch face could be yeah because I'm almost always accused of being crabby why are you so crabby it's because just the look That's on my Kenny's face. Look. You can't defend that, <laughs> and, can you? And I'm not crabby at all. You know what? You know what I'm saying, right? So uh, I maybe think what, this is just his look. I yes, don't know. Uh, Reavers. Do you want to hear uh, from Nathan Phillips? Sure. Kenny uh, found some some audio. Sure. That he sent this to is me. the uh, uh, Native Amer- Indigenous fellow who was playing the drum. Danger. When I was there and I was standing there and I seen that group of people in front of me and I seen the angry faces and, and all of that, I, I realized I had put myself in a really dangerous situation, you know. It was like, here's a group of people who were angry at somebody else and I put myself in front of that and all of a sudden I'm the one who's all that anger and all that wanting to have the freedom to just rip me apart, you know. That I didn't was see scary. that. that and, and well, I, is he talking about the kids? Yeah. I would assume so. They didn't want to rip them apart. Well, show me the evidence of that. <clears throat> I would agree with you there. There's no, there's no, there was no attempt to rip this guy apart. None whatsoever. It's just as likely that those kids were grateful that he stepped in because he diffused the, uh, the torment between the Israelites who were shouting uh, insults at the kids. Trying to get things stirred yeah, up a bit. Yeah. Seems to me, uh, it seems to me that uh, uh, Nathan Phillips could have portrayed himself completely differently and been a genuine hero of all this, but he's he seems to be wishing wishing to be portrayed as somehow victimized by all this. You know, I, you, I didn't see any evidence. And you're yet. saying a victim of what? What? Yeah, what? You know, you mentioned uh, that this fits the template mm-hmm. of everything going mm-hmm. on right now in mm-hmm. 2019. Yeah. I know you're not on the social media. No, this my, is one of the reasons I'm not. My God in heaven. This is all it was, generated by social media. Right. And like you've said many times before, it did shape the way I reacted. Of course because, it did. Because I reacted uh, with a lot of anger at these kids right away. Well. That was my that was my instant. I would it, not want my sons. But it also became a race among the the celebrity types of who was more outraged sure. about this and that that's the problem I have with it. You can have an opinion on it. That's fine. Here's what's so instructive about this weekend. This all happened Friday, and then it played out on the social medias 
over the weekend. Mm-hmm. But in the Washington Post and the New York Times instantaneously. Here's what's instructive. Because those kids had four strikes against them, there didn't even appear to be an effort made by the Washington Post, New York Times, CNN to further examine. Is this really real? They're playing off all the tweets. They see a Native American who is going to be lionized by the modern news gatherers, and perhaps this fellow should be for good reason. Vietnam vet might be a hell of a guy. Uh, then they see uh, black Israelites. Uh, they get a pass. Uh, and so instantly, instantly, Catholicism, race, privilege, and mega hats instantly allowed the modern news gatherer to just completely condemn these kids, mm-hmm. completely condemn them. And, yeah, and I'm, I'm, here to, I'm here to tell you that I'm not that prepared to so quickly condemn them. I didn't see anything that was worthy of condemnation. And, uh, you know, what? this idea that uh, they were fair game for a news-gathering industry that has become terribly, terribly, and obviously biased. Uh, the You know, if you wear a Make America Great hat, I, I personally would not, because uh, I got better hats to wear. <laughs> like but you're if, feeling golfy but, hat. But if right. you wear that hat, you are instantly seen in the template of the modern news-gathering institution is, you're a racist. You voted for Trump. You're a racist. Yes. You believe everything he says. Therefore, you're fair game for us. You're raw meat for us, because we have anointed ourselves as the ones who are going to set out to not only destroy Trump, but bring in the progressive mystery to this country. And uh, nothing would stand in the way more of that than uh, uh, kids from, uh, let's just, for the sake of argument, uh, you know, kids from uh, healthy homes who go have the have the privilege to attend a Catholic high school. Uh, it, they even had the audacity to be here for a pro-life march, joining many, many other schools from around the country that also apparently go to the pro-life march. Oh, that That's that's our red meat. We're going to tear you kids apart. Mm-hmm. Just tear you apart. And and they've in in the in the in the in the backlash that's followed once the social media firestorm developed, then you had other people weighing in saying something similar to what I'm saying, which is, well, wait a minute. What, what, what evidence do you have here that these kids were specifically and purposely intending to demean Nathan Phillips? There's no evidence of that. It's their existence that was the evidence because their existent, existence fits about four categories of the template with which is which is used to present news to American consumers, which is why we're in so much trouble. What are you supposed to believe? I can tell you that before I came in, I did not think this is uh, how you were going to rule. How did you think I was going to rule? I'm not even uh, ruling. Uh, it's at, not a, uh, uh, you're giving me a different perspective because like Kenny... When I saw this on the news, I got really mad. Well, look what you did then. Uh, and, and but the, your, your point, but Joe, history has proven this is the way Native Americans have been treated since forever. Yeah, but what proof the do you have? The heroes of the Civil War, the mm-hmm. North, mm-hmm. ended up exterminating Native Americans. Right, but we're, we're talking about Friday, January, uh, whatever the Right, date I know, was. but my point but is— what evidence do you have that these kids were uh, disrespectful to this fellow? I, for me, I, I, other than the fact the personal space was—which uh, um, is not a crime— 
I was upset, but I, I skipped over that. And you're pointing out to me what did what did they do? They may have been inelegant. Well, Kenny said they, it they earlier. Some of them were just jumping up and down like goofy school kids on a field trip. Had a day off from kids. school. Yeah. Well, and, and that's and that's what I mean. I I fell into that same trap where I was immediately. I I had them as, as St. Thomas Academy kids. You know, they're they're well to do and they got a good education. That type of kid. Yeah, but that, what did they do wrong? They didn't. But I already condemned them, right. and, and I so well, I fell into that. Okay, why do you think you did? Um, because those boys being raised in a Catholic school, going to a Catholic boys' school, have rules that they need to follow, and they seemed to not be in character. I I I'd have to have a rule they weren't following identified for me. Christian. The chants and songs they were singing, they uh, what I read, were their school spirit songs, and they asked their chaperone for permission to sing them in their own hopes to diffuse the attack they were under from the Israelites. Israelites. A word I apparently can't say. <laughs> but none of us can. It's, yeah. it's, uh, All those yeah. Catholics. Um, so, okay, but I didn't. I also didn't see or hear any of those other videos I just saw the one video, so I didn't know about the uh, the uh, controversy or the the um, the tension that was that was mounting there. His body language is not backing up what he has later said to the press. I agree completely I, with I, Kenny. I agree completely. If with that also. if I believed if that was me and I believed in what this uh, what uh, what Nathan Phillips was saying, I wouldn't have been two inches from his face, I would have turned and been shoulder to shoulder with him mm-hmm. as one. Yes, he's taking the stance of conf- a confrontational stance. Yeah. I agree with Ken. Yeah, his body language does not back up what he is now saying. The school issued a statement, too. Are you guys aware of this? Well, I, to me, well, how recently did this... Because the first statement from the Diocese of uh, Cincinnati and the school was, we'll expel him. They're playing right into the the, yeah. the problem of this there was, being a template. This was from about there, You kids hours. are automatically wrong. In a joint, automatically wrong. In a joint statement to the Cincinnati Inquirer, the Roman Catholic Diocese of Covington and Covington Catholic High School apologized to Phillips. Officials said they're investigating and will take appropriate action up to and including expulsion. And you're I, saying for what? For what? From the uh, political end of it, you know, you talked about the MAGA hats and stuff. Yeah. I don't think it helped that we were within about a week of Donald Trump using the wounded knee thing as an That also You're added right. to it. You're right. It, yeah. you know? You're right. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Sandman's uh, statement is, I am the student in the video, was confronted by the Native American protester. I arrived at the Lincoln Memorial at 4.30 p.m. I was told to be there by 5.30 p.m. when our buses were due to leave Washington for the trip home. We had been attending the March for Life rally and then had split up into small groups to do sightseeing. When we arrived, we noticed the four African-American protesters who were also on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. I'm not sure what they were protesting, and I did not interact with them. I did hear them direct derogatory insults at our school group. The protesters said hateful things. They called us racist, bigots, white crackers, faggots, and incest kids. They also Jeez. taunted an American, uh, uh, an African American student with my school by telling him that we would harvest his organs. I have no idea what that insult means, but it was starting. It was startling to hear. Because we were being loudly attacked and taunted in public, a student in our group asked one of our teacher chaperones for permission to begin our school spirit chants to counter the hateful things that were being shouted at our group. None of this has been disputed, by the way. Mm-hmm. Not that his yep. statement has not been disputed. Yep. 
The chants are commonly used at sporting events. They are all positive in nature and sound like what you would hear at any high school. Our chaperone gave us permission to use our school chants. We would not have done that without obtaining permission from the adults in charge of our group. I don't know. He's, that, that might be or might not be. At no time did I hear any students chant anything other than the school spirit chants. I did not witness or hear any students chant, build that wall, and no audio has been proven. To suggest that. I have not seen that audio. Or anything not. hateful or racist at any time. Assertions to the contrary are simply false. Our chants were loud because we wanted to drown out the hateful comments that were being shouted at us by the protesters. After a few minutes of chanting, the Native American protesters, who I hadn't previously noticed, approached our group. The Native American protesters had drums and were accompanied by at least one person with a camera. The protesters everyone has seen in the video began playing his drum as he waded into the crowd, which parted for him. I did not see anyone try to block his path. He locked eyes with me and approached me, coming within inches of my face. He played his drum the entire time he was in my face. Let's stop right there. Why couldn't Sandman's expression have been just what it was if, in fact, Nathan Phillips went to Sandman and got in his face? Now here's Sandman saying, okay, all right. So you're saying you don't believe Nathan's, um, his claim that he stepped in to defuse the situation? I, I can accept some of that, sure. But I also accept the fact that that Nathan Phillips uh, locked eyes with this Sandman. You saw the video. He's playing the drum right in the kid's face. It's like and more the, cowbell. Yeah. More, <laughs> and the, kid is, the kid's got, yeah, you can call it a smirk, but the kid is saying... All right, I'm going to remain calm here. I'm just going to smile at you, dude. I'm not going to cause any problems here. Uh, uh, I'm just going to hold my ground and, you know, waiting for my school bus to arrive. Uh, You want to play that drum one inch from my nose? That's your right, sir. And I'm not going to do anything about it. Mm. And he didn't. Mm. And he just stood there and, and... We don't have video of him approaching the student, do we? I have. I, that I didn't see. Because, okay, that would, again, that would be another perspective that I... But the danger, the danger the country is falling into is the automatic assumption, without clarification or evidence, the automatic assumption that because of a variety of extenuating circumstances, person A is a, is a racist. And the extenuating circumstances in this case were white, Catholic, pro-life, mega hats. That kid's automatically a bad kid in the eyes of a progressively controlled news-gathering industry. That's a bad kid. That's the kind of person we don't want in America. The kind of person they don't want in America is anybody that voted for Trump. That's right. Anybody. That's right. That is right. This is a a war. This is why you saw, you could call this weekend a, a salvo in that war. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, right? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Have you changed your mind at all, John? On this, on this matter? I can't get past the smirk. Sorry. I can't either. I can't get past the smirk. I can. If, I, if in fact. I, no, I'm not saying this kid immediately was demonized. The whole group was demonized. Right. Instantly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm well past that. There's no reason for any of that. I don't think they were. And everybody at first said, well, they were chanting, build the wall, build the wall. There's no evidence of that. No evidence. That was, as of yesterday, I made up my mind about that. But if you're wearing a MAGA hat, you can you can be accused of saying that. Right. I suppose, yeah. If, in fact, Nathan Phillips approached Nick Sandman, then I excuse the look on Nick Sandman's face. But how will we know that? But we don't. We don't. 
I, we don't. I'm, I guess. Okay, I, but this is the first time I've heard that perspective. I've only heard that the kids got in uh, Phillips' face. Well, beca- that's the only. Oh, and and I hope I hope it's becoming clear to you why that's the only thing you heard. Oh, it is. <laughs> it is, and I, you're. Well, I mean, you're pointing things out so, to me. Unless we had a camera to see. Who is doing what? Yeah, See, he's, I, I'm not. I'm in many times. He's smiling kindly. If you would ask me, uh, I, I'm not. Well, no, no, no. Well, go back, John. You didn't yeah. see it. Turn around. Oh, I've, we have yeah. a whole screen oh, full I, of them. Yeah. I, I do not. Doubt. Middle right. Middle right. What is that? Mockery. Middle right. The middle row of pictures on the right. This one over, Kenny. What? No, this the other way, that Kenny. That's that right. Your other right. Yeah. <laughs> What is that? I don't know. Is that just a kid being a complete ass uh, blank? I think so. That's yeah. that's what yes. I, that's the look yeah. I take, that's, Joe. That's what that's I'm taking away too. from it. Yeah. Okay, but until we know who and by the way, I'm willing to believe your, your not your prediction, but I'm willing to believe if that was the case. But I can't. I'm with Johnny and Kenny. I cannot get past. That smirk. Yeah, and I absolutely 100% believe Nathan Phillips, who said he approached the crowd and he stepped in in order to ease tension. He said uh, people were coming to a boiling point, and I stepped in to pray. I believe that by remaining motionless and calm, this is Sandman, I was helping to defuse the situation. I realized everyone had cameras and that perhaps a group of adults was trying to provoke a group of teenagers into a larger conflict. I said a silent prayer that the situation would not get out of hand. During the period of the drumming, a member of the protesters' entourage began yelling at a fellow student that we stole our land and that we should go back to Europe. (laughs) I heard one of my fellow students begin to respond. I motioned to my classmate and tried to get him to stop engaging with the protester as I was still in the mindset that we needed to calm down tensions. I never felt like I was blocking the Native American protester. He did not make any attempt to go around me. It was clear to me that he had singled me out for a confrontation, although I'm not sure why. The engagement ended when one of our teachers told me the buses had arrived and it was time to go. I obeyed my teacher and simply walked to the bus. At that moment, I thought I had defused the situation by remaining calm, and I was thankful nothing physical had occurred. I'm not going to read everything. It's a very long statement. But I'm willing to also believe, Joe, that this kid, uh, Sandman, there was no evidence of him or anyone near him saying build the wall. Was there the chance that of the 100 people that were in that crowd... That one person said that, I guess maybe, but I but there is no evidence to suggest that that kid or anyone near him uttered any of those statements. From what I'm reading in the Washington Post, the real bad guys here are the uh, the Israelites. Mm-hmm. The, they're uh, wow. The stuff I'm reading about them is insane. I just think it's instructive that uh, all of all of you, to a man, uh, immediately bought. The uh, news gathering, news gatherers version of this, and I, I think I think many people in America do because the country's so divided. Yes, that half the country is would would just as soon uh, uh, put that kid in prison for having the audacity <laughs> to stand in front of a. Well, Native I don't American. know if we're going to lock him up. Well, he's already well, getting okay. death threats. Well, that's and but that's how divided that's how divided we are. Yeah, but and it. But, what, this is based on no evidence other than the extenuating dynamics. This is based on so, no evidence except race, Catholicism, private high school, mm-hmm. right to life, mega hat. That's all they. That's all they went with. 
There is some no vi- one dug into this. I did find some video of him approaching the group mm-hmm. of kids, the, the Native American, Native American, mm-hmm. yeah, because it looks like a scrum, and then all of a sudden he comes wading in with the drum. Yeah, things were about to happen. You all look, yeah, it's you know, it was about to go down. And there he is right there. Well, tell Rook how to get that video, uh, on ABC John, so we can put it up on the big screen. On the tcltv.go.com. Yep. Okay. Joe, how come none of the media, no matter which side, whether it's the Post or whatever, how come nobody's talking about the Hebrew Israeli uh, Israelites? They well, have militant good. members, a long, strange list of enemies. Listen to this. Mm-hmm. The, the enemies include whites, Jews, Asians, members of the uh, lesbian gay community, abortion right advocates, and continental Africans. They hate everybody, basically. Yeah, and they were really, really foul. And they're black, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, well, I can answer your question. Uh, They would receive lower priority in the template than white kids. The white kids were thought to be the evil protesters here, not these black Israelites who are generally some well, foul, foul people. I think we can all join hands and and, and <laughs> agree that these guys are bad. No, you'd be hard-pressed to find that attitude in the newsroom of the Washington Post or New York Times. Those those people will be exalted over those white Catholic kids from a suburban high school. Oh, my goodness, the things they're saying. This but consider is the awful. template. Consider the template. They're black. Y'all dirty-ass little crackers. Mm-hmm. Your day is coming. And this is at the students. Yeah. None yeah. of whom retaliated. None of whom started a fight. None of whom fought back. None of whom uh, advanced on them. No, nothing. They took it. They just took it. And and look at what the headlines are. Uh, students in mega hats taunt indigenous elder demonstrators in yeah. Washington. Yeah. The students didn't taunt the Israelites. Phillips, the Israelites uh, taunted the students. Nathan also said, though, that uh, he and his fellow Native American activists had issues with the students throughout the day. Um, I don't know how that could be the kids would they weren't say, together throughout the day. The kids day. would say, like, uh, oh, the Indians in my, states are, uh, in my state are drunks. Or but thieves. I don't know that I believe that. We, we need proof of that. We need evidence of that. That's a, that's a Native American offering you one of the oldest and most ridiculous cliches in America. I'm not, I, what, what evidence do I have that these kids were saying that? I don't have any. Boy, I'm really worried about the direct this country. Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. Wow, mm-hmm. the straight up hate that mm-hmm. Americans have for other Americans mm-hmm. based mm-hmm. on their vote alone is just outrageous. And I know you don't like the word, but it's scary. It really is scary as a foghorn. I know it is, but <laughs> it's alarming. All right, we'll be back in a moment. Two million four hundred forty thousand injured and thirty five thousand ninety two dead. Those are the National Safety Council injury facts from our nation's highways in 2015 as a result of vehicle crashes. Federated Insurance reminds you, these are more than statistics. This is family, friends, and neighbors. Distracted driving is an epidemic, but it's not the only factor in vehicle crashes. How about fatigue? Do you drive when you're sleepy and find it too hard to keep your eyes open? Then pull over. Go for a walk. Have you ever been unable to recall changing lanes? 
Do you stay up late nights and drive to work tired? You've got to change those habits. A National Sleep Foundation poll revealed that 60% of adult drivers say they have driven a vehicle while feeling drowsy, and more than a third of those same drivers admitted to actually falling asleep at the wheel. Don't become a statistic. Get yourself some sleep before you get behind the wheel. At Federated Mutual Insurance Company, it's our business to protect yours. Please make it home safely today. again just not now it's not working don't yell at me kenny just did what are you talking about joe's computer doesn't work i you you guys had mocked me for thinking this and perhaps i'm terribly naive but there but there are portions of of uh, sandman's smile that just seem perfectly peaceful perfectly peaceful i'm just not seeing i can give you yeah, I see a smirk, but I also can say, you know what? Pretty calm kid. I don't buy it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, here's where we are in this video. Yeah. Let's watch this video. And can you do audio with it or no? No, we can't okay. do audio with it. But this is the this is when he first. He's not even by um, the kid yet. Who is it? Phillips? Now Phillips is there's, just in there's, front. There's Mr. Phillips. Yeah, there's a, a wider one too, where you see him walk. He just slowly walks up to the group. So, okay, and now, what is his name? And he Nick. locked eyes with Sandman. And, and he's just uh, Nick smiling away there. Yeah. And yeah. he's pounding the drum right in front of him. I don't see anything going on disrespectful in the background. Uh, Where are the black Hebrews? Israelites. They, Israelites. I think that Phillips might have, uh, you know, prevented them from wreaking more havoc on the kids. Now, was that guy I'm that was prepared just... to say Phillips had a pretty innocent role in this. <laughs> I don't think he, but I don't think Phillips was assaulted, tormented, uh, disrespected, no, or anything by these kids. I think what he did worked. Yeah. Here's John Height in the when, newsroom. Uh, when you see that wider shot, it is, it's like a scrum. So I, when he walked up, something was going on. Mm-hmm. You didn't know what was going to happen. So you're probably right. I think Phillips probably helped uh, calm things down a bit. Now, I realize you guys already talked about this last week, but we kind of have almost the same th- kind of thing playing out here with the city of Jordan and uh, this, the basketball game. This oh, basketball yeah. we talked game about with, that, yeah. with uh, Roosevelt. Well, um, Roosevelt can't be let off the hook for charges of racism. They hide in their locker room for the anthem, for the anthem. Right, Bleep but, them. Come on out. But all this drama all occurred because some lady in the audience had some Trump flag or Trump, something. The Trump uh, signage and hat is a real flashpoint in this country, yeah. isn't it? It's, yeah. just, a, it's mm-hmm. just amazing. Yeah. Ross Duhat of the New York Times, uh, who I've found to be uh, reasonably sane by the standards of the New York Times, he said those kids should not have worn their hats to, to Washington. Why don't some of these? I reporters... personally wouldn't wear one of those hats either. But uh, <laughs> I, should you? Should you be automatically? I have some uh, kids that like to wear those hats. Pigeonholed for wearing that hat? I guess you are. Um, How come these reporters and these haters, these people that hate the voters that vote for Trump, why don't they drag their asses out to America, out to the countryside, meet the people that voted for Trump, and you'll soon realize these are. Honest, good, hardworking people mm-hmm. that have been marginalized for their whole life. It's what you say about the people that live near the tallest buildings. Right. 
Don't you guys agree that some of those, and I'm not, I'm not including everybody that that wears a Make America Great Again hat, but some that do wear those purposely are doing it because they want a reaction. Yeah, well, maybe the kids wore them to get a reaction. I, I'm not, and I'm not saying that that's what they, that's why they did that. But you I like know that we do your news for you, Jim. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I have a couple of uh, mega hats in my home, them. and the people that want to wear them are instructed to wear them. Uh, carefully, well, because it is—it's it's become a flashpoint. Uh, well. the people will go right after you. You get the—you yeah. get the looks, and you get the thumbs up. Hey, all right, and, but it's—I would say those hats are meant to really be in your face. I, I don't say, like them. You know what I would say about those hats? They're more trouble than they're worth. Yep. Yeah, right and they're there. really not that good looking. Imagine uh, my surprise <laughs> a few years ago, prior to the election, when I got up to my farm. I rent my farmhouse out. At the end of my driveway was a Trump sign. <laughs> The guy that put that sign up not only works for somebody eight, ten hours a day, he also has his own business and currently building his own house. Mm -hmm. This guy gets four hours of sleep a night. He's got four kids, three of which are adopted. One of the hardest working, upstanding Americans I've ever met. He's probably 32. Okay. He's an amazing citizen, but according to the press... And all the haters, he's an evil doer. No, he's a racist. He's out there busting his ass all day long, getting four hours of sleep a night, and he's evil. Here's John Hyde the news for, for about the tenth time. Work. Thank you. Are you going to do news or what? <laughs> well, uh, Super Bowl is all set. It'll be the L.A. Rams, and uh, here's a chalk. Should have been New Orleans yeah. because that was the worst non-call I've ever seen in my life. Ever worst. And I never saw a game, the Kansas City, uh, New England game. I never saw a game so determined by officiating. You know that, and that's the the worst part about yesterday. You had two fantastic football games. That both went into overtime for the first time in the league's history, and both of them came down to bad calls. Mm -hmm. And that's just a shame. Rams, New England, Sunday, February 3rd in Atlanta. I think what they could solve the problem with is um, uh, they could, on a punt like that, they should use, oh, this would fit in with your NFL um, uh, becoming a drama. It, It lights up when it's touched. You know, the football the lights, lights up. Yeah, so, oh, it's been touched, so now we know, and then you don't have to <laughs> yeah, worry about it. I don't about. think he touched it. I, I, I don't well, either. See, I, I, was, I, I wanted him to have touched either. it, but I don't think he did. Here's my question. I want to know what were the ratings, because both of Probably those games, through the roof. oh, I bet they were yeah. enormous. Yeah. I know I'll be vilified for this, but I kind of like New England. I do, too. Oh, I'm just, I don't, serious? I don't hate the Patriots of, either, Johnny. I'm with yeah. you. And Brady, I mean, uh, how we got to hear about know. his diet of crushed snail shells and rubber tires and <laughs> kale, wine corks. Yeah. Just to please that ugly yeah. lady that he married. <laughs> I don't think she's ugly. No. Oh. Well, uh, it would have been nice to see new blood, though. Yeah, it would have. I thought Mahomes played a lousy game. He had a really bad first yeah. half, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, News stories, three vehicles fell through the ice in separate incidents on Madison Lake in Blue Earth County on Saturday. I find this hard to believe. It's been cold. Uh, In all, ten people were able to escape the three vehicles. Officials said the location of all of the breakthroughs was the same, an area of Madison Lake just southwest of Point Pleasant Resort and Campground. Is there a a river there? Is that why? I don't know. Hmm. Kenny, do you ice fish? Yeah. Kenny, Um, did you ever attend the University of Houston in Texas? (laughs) Kenny, feeling, did you have a good weekend? I have a feeling my uh, uh, my feelings are about to get hurt. <laughs> a letter written by a University of Houston 
uh, engineering professor that was supposed to be addressing new graduate students on possible possible issues of body odor has some <laughs> University of Houston students repulsed because he was telling them, please wear deodorant. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Didn't you ask for deodorant at Summit Brewing? Yeah, he was yeah. Uh, I, on I, the air. I really stunk that day. Yeah. That was, that was so pretty funny. tough deal. You, I tried to keep my distance that day. Have you, have you purchased some since then? I I hope. In bulk. Okay, good. No, more good. importantly, have you applied any since then? Yeah. John, are you aware that uh, Montreal's Fête des Niches Winter Snow Festival canceled? Dude, no. Too cold. Too cold. No. It's too cold for the Winter Snow Festival. I no. ask you What's about the temperature supposed to be? your ice fishing because those three vehicles that Johnny reported went into the water. Yeah. What is your... Uh, uh, on-off switch for driving on the ice. Uh, it used to be 12 inches. Okay, but it's it's up to 18 now, and I think it's just age, and it's the fact that I have a, a three-quarter ton giant truck. Right. Ask me what mine is. What is yours? I'm not driving on the ice. <laughs> Never have. Well, you can to. drive it. It's just got to be thick enough. I don't but... like to. I don't like it. I don't trust it. The last time I did it was about seven years ago, and it made me so neurotic. I I had to get off. You guys would not like driving on ice then, after a rainstorm. Of course no, not. because Ooh. the ice, the water will sit on top of the ice, yeah, and you're driving across the I lake. I walk, and it's, it's like splashing. It's, yeah, no. it's splashing up. It's really unnerving. I gotta There's, tell you. Oh, uh, there was a, a video uh, over the weekend uh, on Facebook. Somebody posted of people skating. Uh, the lake was frozen, but you could see through the ice. Yeah, that is fascinating. Right now, yeah. uh, there's a, a I lot got of news for you. Yeah. Are you alarmed? Are you surprised that you can see through the ice? Well, I no. Was... I think what you mean is it's it has a it's as if it was just resurfaced on uh, like an ice exactly. Rink. Well, depending exactly. how deep it is, of course you can see the bottom. But John, you're right. I've been out. I, my big deal is going out on fresh ice, seeing if I can be the first guy to walk out there. And you'll walk out there <laughs> and you'll look through the ice and you can see bottom well, clearly. I love that. I love and that. it's so unnerving. So you get the chipper out and you realize, well, wait a minute, hey, this is chipper. this is three inches thick. <laughs> It's perfectly safe. Uh, the vehicles that went through the ice were a Ford Escape, a Dodge Dakota, and a Chevy pickup. Yeah, so. but all smaller vehicles. The Escape yeah. is that 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 not that, that big. It's no, a small it's one. After a record-setting year for attendance, the Minnesota State Fair is expanding, and it'll also cost you more to get in. It's January twentieth. They're just, they're amazing We're the way they keep themselves every month in the news. Hey, month. no longer a concern of ours. We loved it. I we loved know. it. Can we get a Pioneer I Village like back? Are they going to give us Pioneer hints. Village? Well, what they're going to do, uh, actually, uh, they are a new exhibit complex on the north end of the grounds where Machinery Hill once dominated. $20 million in improvements and maintenance projects there. Uh, the complex will feature a 12,000-square-foot exhibit hall to house annually changing museum quality exhibits, according to Jerry. Where, Johnny? What part? On the Machinery North Hill end. area, North End. I want, the black, I want the blacksmith shop back. That was awesome. The uh, board also approved yesterday a $1 increase in admission fees for the 2019 fair. Prices will now be 15 bucks for adults. That's an extra two mil they're pocketing. Didn't they have but two guess, mil? guess what? If you buy them today, you still get the old price. Yeah. Apparently, you can buy tickets. Right? Get ahead, yeah. Of, oh, yeah, get ahead of it, Joe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kind of like stamps, forever mm-hmm. stamps, same thing. I loaded it up. Should we load it up? Should we load in? Because we're going to be going there every day. I load it up on stamps because no. the price is going up. Oh. There is talk I you about state fair uh, tickets. forcing you guys to be out there. I have heard of some We have no affiliation with yeah. Score North, so Always, I don't know how that could be brought about. Uh, Always I've heard some of that, yeah. <laughs> hey, sure. Can't be brought we'll about. meet you there. Yeah. <laughs>
This is 82. I'm still saying I'm not sure about 100. Yeah. Oh, we got you. Right here. Yeah. You better start stocking up on peppermint schnapps right now. Because <laughs> uh, I'm going to need a few jugs this year. Get to, why don't you get a case? <laughs> I'm still mad I didn't mark the line for Kenny's bottle last year. Monday, <laughs> Tuesday, <laughs> Thursday, Friday. Fellas, it's the only state fair where I haven't thrown up right before every broadcast. Wow. Out of fear and we'll loathing. Keep you, we'll keep you well medicated. What then. they say about alcohol and confidence, it's true. <laughs> Kenny Olson's well, appearance. I get every show stone cold beerless. Beerless. Because However, you can do it. What uh, would yeah. happen at 401 Central? I would buy for the troops. Yeah. Well, the second U.S.-North Korea nuclear summit looming in February, researchers have discovered a new secret ballistic missile base in North Korea. Uh, one of as many as 20 undisclosed missile sites in the country, according to the researcher's new report. Kim regime has never disclosed the existence of the Sino-Ri missile operating base for the outside world. In the report from Beyond Parallel, a project sponsored by the Center for Strategic and International Studies, a defense think tank released Monday, comes after an announcement Friday that President Trump looks forward to meeting with Chairman Kim Jong-un next month. All right. I will say this. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, sign off, are, are you? you pulling we're the not plug? done yet. We're not going to hit 100. We're not done. <laughs> we're not done. We're we going to be back. 82 and a half coming back, huh? <laughs> yeah. All right, garagelogic.com is where you find us. Check out all the latest creations, especially uh, Greg Holcomb's wonderful cartoon capturing Reavers. And don't forget to rate us, Apple iTunes. One through five stars. We'll take five, huh? You take five stars, Kenny? Okay. Chocolate stars? 